Getting Doug with Hi. My guest this week, uh, another great guest, super funny comedian, friend of mine for a while now, but I don't, I don't remember if we've ever smoked weed together. I really oddly don't think we have. I don't think we have. Big Jay Okerson is here, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, let's smoke a Big J with Big J. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, it's funny about that is uh, we did a gig so many years ago, easily over a decade ago. We opened for Robert Kelly at like the Tempe Improv or something. We were both opening for him there, and we have yeah, for some reason we just didn't. I think we, so I think, weird. I think we were upset to. Uh, we were worried not to upset uh, sober Bobby Kelly. <laughs> oh, that was it. We just went out. Well, we still went to bars, didn't we? But with him, like you got to yeah. hung out. Yeah, we that's went with him, but we didn't. But he wasn't drinking. No, and that's the place where where you get like. Uh, you're not supposed to hang with the staff. That place, remember, like the oh, they might have had that kind of rule. Yeah, the owner, that the guy owner's Dan, was in charge or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's not there anymore. That weird lizard guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lizard Dan. Um, let's talk about some of the strains we're going to be uh, uh, using today. Do you? Are you uh, uh, a guy that has a preference between sativa and indica? I don't. You know, it's funny. You just I get smoke, high. Right? I smoke weed every day. Mm-hmm. I get high, and then if I was reminded. What the difference of those two is, I would pick which one I like more. <laughs> right. But generally, I just kind of like smoke whatever weed is there. Well, let me tell you about the two strains that we have today and uh, what they are, and then you can tell me which one sounds better to you. The sativa, uh, according to Leafly, is uh, we have Super Silver Haze, which they say is one of the most popular sativas, and it's it's known for feeding creativity and lifting low moods. Feeling, are you feeling low today at all? Yeah. <laughs> a quote, I am feeling low today. A quote, a quote says, the, sh- the sun shines brighter. This is a review on Leafly. The sun shines brighter, the birds chirp louder, and squirrels are squirrelier, according to one review. So that's that, the one. And then we have uh, Indica, which is the uh, classic pineapple kush, and Leafly calls it a surprisingly uplifting Indica hybrid with a mellow cerebral buzz. Yeah. Leaves you feeling talkative, relaxed, and functional. Sometimes talking and functional, should, those shouldn't be in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. Some of those guys, I'm one sometimes, you know, just won't shut up. When you get stoned? Yeah. You keep going? Yeah, no, I do that too. Do you say that sentence a lot? I you monologue. <laughs> but I end up saying the sentence a lot where you go, and by the way, I'm stoned, so if I'm just like rambling, stop me. Yeah. No one's ever done it, though. I wonder how I'd react if someone actually goes, yeah, you know what, dude? Hey, you are. Zip Stop. It. That's enough. <laughs> no, no one's your hippie stoner ramblings. No one's ever taken that hand I extend. Hey, you want to just tell me to shut up? Here's your chance. They always go, no, no, no. Ramble, please. Uh, so those two sound kind of uh, similar and yet not the same. Um, but so sound, I would guess you'd smoke either of those. Those both probably sounded all I right. I would smoke right either too. of those, but uh, the first one... Uh, the sil- what is it? Super Silver Haze? Mm-hmm. That sounded great. Because I, like I like the uplifting of mood because I do like that like very much. I like when weed does that, has that effect when, like, you know, you go into it a little bummed out and you come out like, you know, maybe it's a false sense of everything's going to be great. But, maybe, uh, but it's still but nice. But I'll take it for an hour, it's you nice know? It's nice to have, yeah. And the creativity one, because I do, because I really... Uh, Here's some I, coffee I, for you, Mr. Ooh, Okerson. Oh, it's me. iced, even. An iced coffee. Yeah, iced mm. coffee and a getting dug with high mug. Delish. Or getting uh, getting mug with high. Getting mug with Doug. <laughs> uh, it's 419, so we got one minute to uh, get our shit together. New York is where you live. Yes, indeed. And uh, our friend Ari Shafir went to New York for a while and lived there for a while, came back, and on this show made the statement that there is no good weed in New York City and that it never got him high. 
That's so he's bizarre. He's crazy, right? He's absolutely crazy. <laughs> he's being an L.A. snob, and I love Ari. <laughs> Me too. I, but I'm I, staying in his I, house while I'm here, in fact. That's how much I love that guy. <laughs> I let him let me stay in his house. You are putting stuff on all of, <laughs> all of his surfaces? I, uh, yeah. I've, I've made it so it makes sense that he has two cushions in his house, um, a full-size bed. I um, No, he, he's absolutely full of shit. He's, uh, he's smoked... <laughs> Here's the thing. If you right? want to, if you want quantity, because it's all illegal there. So the thing is, if you want quantity, you're going to suffer on quality. And if you want quality, it's going to be a lot for not that much. But but the a lot for not that much is great. And the uh, a lot, or I'd say the a lot for not that much is good. And the uh, the a little for a lot of money is great. You're already doing it and you haven't even smoked yet. Right? <laughs> stop me. I'm stoned, so stop me if this is annoying. Yeah, please. Let's just, let's just sit en- here. Enough, Let's dude. just let people watch us <laughs> sit and contemplate. But it's 420, so go ahead and uh, pick any one of those. They're, they all have the sativa in it. The only one that doesn't is the uh, Willy Wonka pipe. So we'll put um, that one over here. But, uh, yeah, any one of those that you want to hit. One. And use that yellow lighter there and let's hit it right now. What is this big right industrial Ace Hardware machine? Oh, we can hit that, too, in a second. It's probably very fun to have like giggly girl comics come on <laughs> to spend some time with you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, like the one one two girl episode we did was probably my favorite, uh, just for the sheer excitement of sitting here doing it to two attractive ladies. Comics. It's probably the most popular episode too, I think. And then Sarah Silverman and Todd Glass, people enjoyed a great deal. Oh, that's huge. Todd got too high, <laughs> as, is, as Todd does. Yeah, he got mean? so high he went back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> he went in the hallway and banged a chick. It was insanity. <laughs> he was. He blew out the candles at his own ladies. show. Oh no! This fell apart already. Curses! I'm always worried about this thing. It's called Plenty, and it's from the folks that make the volcano. Stores and, stores and Bickle. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's what we uh, use on the uh, live show. Oh, really? We, where we sometimes we do it in front of an audience over at Largo. Yeah, yeah, Like, like five, me and five guests just get high. Next one's on uh, March 18th. But sometime when you're in town and can do this. <laughs> this is so weird. That is weird. <laughs> you know the guy... Uh, <laughs> The guy who lives in the basement of the comedy of uh, the comic strip in New York. <laughs> this is the maintenance guy who just kind of lives down there. He it's does like his evil workshop. No, he doesn't live there, but I mean, like it is like his evil workshop. <laughs> it's like the whole underneath of the comic strip is uh, this weird Irish immigrant guy, but he has a volcano and he modifies the bags to be like he's like four or five foot bags, and he just passes them around to everybody, <laughs> and then you have to listen to him. Um, just really Irish through a story that you'll never understand what he's talking, and you just have to nod if you want to. If you want a delicious sour diesel weed, you have to listen to him. Just like like watching Brad Pitt and Snatch without the subtitles. It's that bad. It's like it's, it's equally that bad. And you know what's funny? You mentioned those. I, I've never watched any of those movies. Snatch, I gave three seconds to. Once I hear that accent. When it gets a little too cockney, I just like I don't care about any of these characters. I don't want to see what happens. He's so good though that Brad Pitt in that one, and there's a lot of you know. Bare knuckle boxing, but um, Fight Club. Yeah, I'll see him top us. That's true too. Top us fighting. I'll watch Fight Club. But then a meatloaf comes along with those giant man titties and ruins the whole experience. Oh, I know. When I have my hair done, I've been called meatloaf more than once no. on stage. Yeah, it hurts. That is not nice. I know. And I have a hanky in my back pocket that I carry so that I can really whip out the impression when. <laughs> 
<laughs> when called upon. <laughs> All right, so you just pull this handle here as you uh, the weed as gun. you uh, inhale from there, and it's it, that's loaded up with a sativa as well, and should should hit pretty nicely. It's smooth. It just takes a little while to get oh, it yeah. going. Look at that. <laughs> Look at it. Let's do your high history, buddy. Um, when did when was the first time you smoked weed? <laughs> And what was what was like the occasion? Like why? I started a little bit later with it, especially with any kind of regularity. But mm-hmm. first time was with my friends. I was after high school, I think. I graduated high school already, maybe seventeen or eighteen years old, and I uh, smoked with some buddies on this golf course. We went back to my house. <laughs> I said it didn't. I said it's not doing anything for an hour and a half, and then fell asleep. <laughs> so it made you sleepy, but I guess, but I didn't think it was doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, this is, I don't get it. I just don't get it, guys. Yeah, it might not have been, you know, just might not have been a fun feeling. My first time was just like, a, you know, like a pinner joint being passed around. And I didn't know what, you know, I couldn't even, I didn't even smoke cigarettes, so I just didn't think it worked. You know, I just didn't. I think that's it's pretty uh, pretty common story. Might have to cut this segment from the show. <laughs> I'll just say to each guest, so your first time it didn't work, and then you found out <laughs> later that it did work, and now you like it. Is that oh, always right. is that, is that's always a story? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, some people have just got into it right away, but so now you were, you were saying that you smoke pretty much daily, like yeah. when you wake up in the morning. Like, you don't have to drive a no. car. You live in New York. I do so. drive, though. I oh, you drive do? every day, yeah. And it's uh, that helps you? Like, you feel more calm? or It was a skill to learn. Driving so the first time I drove stoned, I was actually like, I shouldn't do this. Like this was a yeah. Everything. We try not to recommend it on on the show. I, I don't even know if I, I said <laughs> I, I would not recommend it. I guess, but now that I've just kind of like, you know, I've I think got, I've got, I think people are very good at it. I think that's part of why part of the story can't be. Look at all these accidents that are being caused by stone people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in states where it's legal, like that's not happening. Yeah, you know, you do get good at it, and I, and I, I yeah, I think I am. Like I could do it no problem. But at the first, I was pretty. Uh, Pretty scared, but I do drive. But it's not even that. It's uh, here's a stone kicking in. <laughs> what? Um, no, I don't smoke all day though. Like I don't because I have a daughter, so she's eleven. So I know I right, don't smoke. So, so when I when I go out to do you comedy, both take a break around nap time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know we pop on Pink Floyd. And we, but when uh, you're out doing sets around New York, you're yeah. you're probably uh, smoking in between and indeed yeah, enjoying yeah. the. You know that's a that can be kind of rough getting from club to club. It's not that much fun. So yeah, every cool club get high has, and just chill. Every cool club has a place you could like uh, smoke, which is pretty neat. Yeah, Sherrod calls it the front steps. Yeah, uh, he's right. <laughs> Have you had Sherrod on here yet? <laughs> no. no. Bigger, but yeah, but you're right. But Sherrod's yeah, I spoke with that guy. He does not care. He just smokes right on the steps of the he club. He makes me feel like it's legal there. Yeah. In New York. And and honestly, it and He's going to run a lot faster when you guys get pinched. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> but it almost is right there, especially over by the comedy store where we kind of know the cops, which is pretty funny. We had a cop over there one time come down and talk to us, and he goes, uh, He's like, I'm, 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 uh, I'm envious of you guys. I wish I could smoke. I, you know, I can't because they, you know, they, they do test us. And he goes, but I don't even care about weed. And this is funny because you can see he's trying to relate and brag to us about something. But he goes, uh, he goes yeah, check my arrest records. I don't have uh, no weed arrests and no DUIs. And I was like, <laughs> and my first thing, I was, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, 
"No, man, you should really Don't arrest those DUIs." Drunk people so like, go, oh, cool guy. <laughs> yeah, like you're being cool. You're gonna release some weapon back on the streets again, you moron. Like, why would you brag to me about that? Like, arrest every, have zero weed arrest and every DUI. Yeah, the, the zero weed arrest is a perfect brag. Like, yeah, you don't need to brag. go on to win over people. Yeah, why would you goes, yeah, that he goes, and if a guy's hitting his woman below the face, I don't take him in. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. No, that's not um, <laughs> No cop would say that out loud. No, but they think it all the time. Let's do a Twitter question. Jay, mm-hmm. this is from our friend Jeff Tate 96. He's kind of obsessed with one thing, and you'll find out what it is at the end of this question. What's your favorite episode of Cheers? The one when Carla's son uh, wanted to change his name to El Duce. Or El Duque, right? What is it? Mussolini's We're asking name? this question every week from now on. That, is, <laughs> that was, I, I, I defy anyone else to spit out an answer uh, as quickly as you did and not make a face like, what is, why, why is he asking me this? Sounds like a great question. If you want me to go look up that episode, Chief. <laughs> El Duque. When Carla Lebeck. I bet uh, you Jeff loves that one too, don't you, Jeff? Tweet at us, Jeff, and tell us uh, your response to that question. That episode sucks. That big Jay's a jerk off. That's his response. No, you just wrote wrote the tweet for him. Um, Pot topics. Let's do them. Let's talk about what's going on in uh, pot. Yeah, we have the little song. I stepped on it. Uh, The official report on the taxes generated for the first full month of recreational marijuana sales in Colorado is in. Let's guess. Let's play a game, Jay. You get to guess how much was raked in total and how much of that uh, was in taxes um, going to the state. I don't know how much was raked in total, but I, and this might be a wrong number. It might have been a different uh, time frame here, but like 180 some million in taxes. 180 million? Yeah, that's what I heard. Where did you hear that on? We don't understand how numbers work. Yeah. It may have been Weekly, um, no, <laughs> says, no. says the two million dollars, uh, fourteen million in, in sales, right, and then two million of that in taxes. I thought Colorado had some crazy high number. Well, I, I thought that number was crazy high. That is crazy high <laughs> for one month. Yeah, for one month, I guess. So yeah, but good guess. Well, how long has it been legal? For how, how long has it, <laughs> how long has it been legal in Colorado for? Just since Jan one. That was the first and time. And people on New Year's Day, you know, uh, overnight, and then on, on the morning of New Year's Day, people were, like, lined up to, yeah. uh, to, you know, to get in there and be the first. And one guy, I don't know if this is worth pursuing, but one guy, they say, is the first person to have purchased legal weed in Colorado, and he's, I guess he's probably got a publicist or something, and somebody reached out about, you should have him on the show. We should find out what had the longer line, the... The weed, the first weed dispensary in Colorado, or when they opened that Nike only Air Jordan store in New York, which also had like a terrifying line of young black teenagers right around the city. I would bet on the shoes. Those those tennis shoe lines are insane. Right, like how know. dedicated they are to get. You just showed our age. You said tennis shoe, and I just agreed with you. How did? <laughs> why do they even need shoes if they're just going to sit in front of stores all day? <laughs> <laughs> Needs get comfortable feet how to wait in line for the next weird Jordans. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Pot topic number two, also uh, from our friends in uh, Denver, Colorado, the state of Denver, I like to call it. Uh, Tomorrow is the first ever job fair for the marijuana industry called Canna Search. Businesses uh, that will be looking for employees include lots of dispensaries. 
the Cannabis Hemp Academy, an online school, and My 420 Tours, which runs marijuana-themed adventure tours. I like the the word adventure in there. Like, a marijuana-themed tour is going to be an adventure. (laughs) Because you're going to be lost. So they're having a job fair so you can get a job at these places. They're saying, yeah. hey, look, look at a career into this. Yeah. Let's, let's fucking, do this, Colorado. Yeah, what are some great... Let's all... The, the state's just going to turn into a commune where every, every, all the people do is work in the marijuana industry and then consume their own product. Could you not sit here for the next two hours and just think of hilarious pothead jobs to do in Colorado? Like, <laughs> like do you want to have a job as you point at cool things to other potheads and go, whoa, dude, dude, look. Dude, look at that cloud. Dude, look at that art on that sign. I really, that would be nice to have that. That's a great job. Dude, look. I'm a, I'm a professional dude, look. Yeah, you asking for directions? Can't, yeah. can't help you. That's not my gig, but man. But did you see that? <laughs> did you see that big bear over there? In front of the that's convention the, center, there's a giant bear. That's not really my thing, bro. But look at that seven-foot tranny, man. Is that a dude or a chick, bro? I don't know. You haven't gotten in trouble for using that word yet? What? Tranny? tranny? Yeah, yeah, they don't like it. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. I thought it was a cute word. I didn't think, what, I didn't, I didn't think it was meant, you know, what they I meant it called? that badly. I think comedians use it because it's just, you know, it's also like if you're talking about your car, I think it's funny to say that you, I dropped my tranny. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's funny. It's, that, it's a weird word to add a, a Y or an IE at the end of. Why but uh, I guess it's just uh, they, uh, they probably is also something they don't like. Uh, what do those people want to be probably, called? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably condescending. They want to be called trans, transgender. Oh, but that's not a funny word to say at the end of a sentence well, like you all, did earlier. With all, isn't that funny? Like with all formal names, like our first names, like we all like kind of prefer the nickname, you know? And then with like all that, it's like they really want to be called, you know, broken down to like the most fucking Latin medical school terms for whatever, you know? Well, you must love that you can shorten Jay Badaya to just Jay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Jay Badaya. Yeah. Who's going to want to hear about me when I talk about my Amish roots? My whole life, I know someone doesn't, I've never met them before and don't know who they are, and they don't know me when they call me Douglas. Like, no one calls me Douglas. Oh, yeah. Ever. That's he and that when you're when bill collectors calling. <laughs> right? <laughs> is, is Douglas there? What? No, they just say, uh, is the stoner there? <laughs> is the guy that doesn't remember how to pay bills there? <laughs> I got the money, I just forget to send it in. Right. Hey, Stoner, this is your peanut butter of the month club subscription. You haven't paid. I thought I had another uh, Twitter question for you somewhere. Oh, here it is. Ask Okerson. This is from at Jihad Ovikneedlik. I don't know what My favorite episode of Perfect Strangers. That's a crazy name. Jaho Doug. No, that's not it. Anyway, it's on the screen. How are you related to Pablo... Escamar. Escamar? Yeah, that, that's that got to be wrong, right? <laughs> Let's guess. Yeah, Let's guess and that's, that's as written by this guy who also, his name was, he just went on the keyboard. <laughs> that, that's his Twitter handle. So uh, I guess it's Pablo Escobar. And you're related to him? No, but let's give it a shot. Let's see if I get six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It. Me to Pablo Escobar. Colombian drug lord, yes. Mm-hmm. Looking for people with glasses to tell me if I'm right. Fact check that. He's Colombian, yeah? yeah I think so, but I'm going to look it up. 
Why are people yeah. with glasses Wait, smarter than people that don't have glasses? He's cool because Why are they're smart enough to. with a handicap? They're smart enough to go get glasses. <laughs> the rest of us just look weird. I need I need glasses. Yeah, but yeah. Trans? I knew that. Trans. Trans. But not tranny. Yeah. But whatever the joke you were saying wouldn't have been funny if he said trans. True. It's not a fun word. So he's a Colombian drug lord. Okay, so here we go. Four and forty-nine. Six degrees. Kevin Bacon. Played by. Oh, wow. wow, this is simple. Played by Vince in Entourage, I think. This is, this is all. This is all I have to. It's simple. My daughter is half Colombian, so someone in her family probably, you know, banged one of those guys. Done. You think that's what Jihada Wakahihihi is going at after? No. Like, what I, joke do you think he's even trying to make? He possibly. I don't know. Nothing. All right. Well, you know, this show is for uh, by high people for high people. He just so, wants to know if, <laughs> how so you're going to get a question like that every once in a while. <laughs> are you married to a guy? Does he want to know how I relate to are him? Related? Maybe. <laughs> like, like, do, do I relate to Pablo Escobar as a drug lord? No, I don't. That's, That's not your thing. It's not. Like, drug lording has not been my thing for years. <laughs> when I was in uh, the black circuit, maybe a little bit more. When I started comedy in the black circuit. I was a little more of a drug lord. They, you really did do comedy in the black circuit? That's all that's I like did, a real, yeah. That's really a thing? Yeah, for like my I first I mean, that they years. would let, they'd let a, a white guy in? Were you, you were like a rare one, or? No, I wasn't a, I was a very common one, actually. Uh, a lot of and, white dudes Metzger, doing it? Me and Metzger started out Kurt together. Metzger, yeah, yeah. Started out in that scene in Philly, and um, he was rare. Because he was so funny in that scene, and just like... Um, Against the grain of what they wanted. They hated him most of the time. I immediately, by week two of open mic, I was like, oh, I just want to kill. So I'm like, let me throw on a baggy pair of jeans and, you know, just like I totally dressed apart in FUBU jerseys and all that shit. And I was like, what up, yo? Y'all meet a bitch up at the club? And just did that for two years. It was me and Kevin Hart. Me and Kevin Hart and uh, Kurt. All started together in Philly. I mean, that shit makes makes you a real strong comic, and then it's just you know, then you got to you know, uh, the fate decides or you decide if you're going to be uh, strong and smart or strong and just you know. Sure, just no, absolutely. Easy. No, it, it took a lot. It was funny when we came to New York. Ultimately, like we had a lot. Of, I had a lot of like changing to do with comedy, where Kurt didn't have to change as much. Like he was pretty right. You know, he would eat so much shit in that black circuit. But it's like I couldn't go in front of like you know, a weekend of paying. Tourists of it's everything, a, a, a green, a greenhead, as of, we like to say, of everything from you know black, Indian, Asian, white, whatever crowd, and you know, being like, you know, when you're dancing with a bitch up in a club, <laughs> like, they're like they're not going to buy this or relate. It's not real anyway. I was completely faking it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I had a lot more like to to learn, but it does. What it did harden me to is like just any kind of like discomfort in the room and that kind of shit, and, and dealing with that kind of like you know the. Uh, Adversity, where the crowd's being adversarial towards you. So, mm-hmm. I remember when I passed the comic strip. It was funny. There was only like ten people in the audience, and uh, it was DC Benny or some comic was like, he's like, "Wow, you passed that night." He goes, like, "I was, I was up there. There was only like ten people in the crowd." I was like, "Yeah, but they wanted to listen to comedy." Like, I, I just came out of a situation where it's like, you know, you say, "Like, what's up, everybody?" And they're like, "Fuck you, white boy." And like, all right, uh, get you know, threatened and all kinds of shit. So it was like, that was that part of it was kind of easy, but learning how to like. <laughs> Tell jokes without taking my clothes off or whatever. Do you know how long you, that story took you to tell? If you had to guess. I'm going to clock that 737. We'll find out after this. 
Hello, my name is David Lance and I'm the president of Google. We own YouTube. Simply put, there are just too many videos on our website. That's why we're going to permanently delete all videos from YouTube and start fresh with Jash. So who is Jash? Voices of learning. Voices of wisdom. Snip out the crotch of your tights. Let your vagina breathe. Remember, there's dried semen and fecal matter on everything, everywhere. Come, join us. Hey, we're back. And uh, the answer to the uh, question I posed before the break was it is about a minute. We thought it was seven minutes, but, you know, uh, there's no wrong answers here. There's only... Time's all relative. Silliness. <laughs> There's always too fucked up to deal. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and hit that uh, that pipe, and I will... Uh, I'm going to move up to the Indica and give it a try, see what's see what's going on with it. Now, you think you'd feel a difference from... You just smoked this a few minutes ago. Like now you would feel a different effect from that, from a different kind? Well, I'm always, yeah, that's the thing. I'm always impressed by the guys at, like, Cannabis Cup, you know, events that, uh, you know, smoke a bunch of different kinds and can somehow distinguish what's you know, happening between them. them and what's happening different, yeah. I mean, I just like, I like that when I mix them that it just, you know, kind of just seems to just keep taking me higher, you know, in terms of high, but I couldn't, I can't distinguish between what did what and how and, you know. Yeah. I don't get into any of the, you know, science of it. And you're wake and bake the whole deal, yeah? Some days I don't. Like, tomorrow I have to audition for some TV show where, you know, it doesn't, the word stoned wasn't anywhere in there. So <laughs> probably a good idea to not be stoned. Get high right after. Do you get shit mood when you're not stoned? Not really. I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm easily aggravated and, uh, you know, high strung. And yeah. so, like, the smoking weed all the time just, you know, gives everybody this lovable personality that they all, <laughs> they all <laughs> like so much. <laughs> I'd be clawing everybody at the face. <laughs> you call this yeah, a I fucking would, I would be vicious. I would be terrible to work for. Now the only downside to working for me is that I'm constantly saying, I didn't say that. Because <laughs> you don't fully recall. You do it right next time. <laughs> that was not me. That was not me. If that went wrong, that was not me. I have on several occasions actually said, I think I asked you for this, but you know what? You were right. We should do it that the other way, you know? Because I, you know, that's what I love about being high is that you're, you know, you make interesting decisions that you uh, might have to fix later. Do you ever have weed give you like uh like... Has it ever fostered anxiety where you smoke too much? Yes. You know, I, I told one story on this show already, I think, about one time that I felt too high and had to do a show that, you know, was difficult to do because of it, like because I was kind of freaking out. But I still got through it. I was still yeah. a- able to do it. Do you, uh, <laughs> it's so funny, too. And maybe I've just, like, maybe you numb yourself to it with, like, tolerance or something. But, like, uh I really, when they, whenever they show, like, you know, anything that's kind of got, like, weed humor in it, or, you know, like, some kind of a movie where someone's smoking weed, like, I've, I would always believe if someone was doing, like, the stone where they're too, like, oh, man, can you believe it? No, Jesus, woo, 
Like, if it's like you're always faking that. You got to be faking that. That's never. A, and it's a shame, yeah. but that's how kind of like a stoner is represented. Like, it's like the trippy, like, oh man, the stars and the earth and the government's taking our money and turning it into tech. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like, you know, I'm not a big fan of most of the cliches, you know, like the, uh, I mean, I have fun with the memory thing, but the munchies, that's no fun to me, you know, like that's why people write all the time, why don't you have food on the show, and it's just kind of like, because we'd sit here and eat it, like, you know, disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ari Shafir, though, brought brought, brought treats, that was kind of fun, but that was all like candy and stuff. You should have hilarious foods to eat. On a, while you're doing a show, yeah, like, yeah. Now like people are going to agree with you. Slices of cheese, <laughs> really muck up the mouth. Now I'm it's stuck like, with that idea. Cheese, <laughs> <laughs> cheese and water. I got a food podcast, you know. I'll do the chewing in, into the microphone over there. But um, I'm going to hit this crazy thing that uh, I have yet to. <laughs> I have yet to do it successfully. Guests have come on and done it done it the right way, but I. Uh, Always do it wrong, and they always instruct me how I should be doing it. So I really want to succeed. Is there a carb on that this. bad boy? Yeah, right here. Right. And you just gotta. It's weird. So let's see if I can do it. Yeah, I can't get all the smoke. Can't get it all out. You did pretty great. <laughs> I get a big hit, but I don't. Everybody, other guests have been able to pull it all through, and I can't I get it won't. fucking yes. right. I just realized. Let me hit this, and I'm gonna tell you why I think you're a genius. Okay, <laughs> you sit on that for a second. <laughs> Let's both hit something because I'm guessing that's probably why. Not even close. Because oh, the smoke just swirls around in there. I swear. Can you do it, Gabe? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories of people doing it. Here's why you're a genius. <laughs> well, You've somehow figured out to take what could easily be one concept of smoking weed, eating food, and watching movies, and broke that somehow over three yeah. different podcasts. That's a, uh, fantastic uh, separate work. Separate shows. Thanks. That's fantastic. Yeah, a couple guests have been on here have uh, pointed out to me that what a, what a scam my entire... <laughs> Podcasting career is, but you know, three hours. Talk about what you know. That's <laughs> right. You do what you love. Or in the and, case uh, of this show, talk about what you've forgotten. Yeah, and uh, the money will come. Yeah, exactly. Let's do a pot quiz. Hop shot. I'll name a movie, and you tell me if it has a pot smoking scene in it. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is combining two of my two of my loves: weed and movies. Uh, the Descendants. I never saw it. With George Clooney. I'm going to say George Clooney. Rob Hubel's in that. Ooh. Yeah, it's weird. I was going to say George Clooney. Lame. No weed. Rob Hubel. Oh, I didn't say that to try to throw you off. But yeah, Rob, uh, we're trying to get Rob on the show sometime. He's a... Uh, but he'll, he'll show up in a... Yeah, uh, no. I'm going to say no. Uh, the answer is no. Drugs are implied but never shown. I was like, I was like an Asian kid there with my deductive reasoning. Yeah. This next one's a real easy one for me because, uh, well, I'll explain why after we get done with it, but uh, the movie is American Beauty. Is there a weed smoking Kevin scene? Spacey. Oh, yeah, right? He's midlife crisis, and he does uh, smoke weed, right? Yes. And, he, and then he dreams about, like, pounding out that chick. Yeah, Mina Suvari is in there. He's the one that he sees her with all the rose petals on. Like, I don't see shit like that because I'm high. 
yeah. you know, a naked girl with rose petals. I see that because I pay for it. You make it happen, actually. <laughs> I got the extra scratch, right? Yeah. Bring a chicken here um, some rose petals. Bring in a 17-year-old with rose petals all over. Yeah, he smokes a joint in front of his wife, and she gets all pissed off, and uh, he um, uh, s- smokes it, like, uh, meets the guy outside of a restaurant. But then there's discussion of um, how much the weed costs and how great it is, and it all seems a little a little off, the, the numbers. Don't they say something like it's like $1,000 or something? <laughs> Are they trying to right? scam them or something? <laughs> Anyone? American they're, Beauty? They're really trying to deter kids. Best picture? Have <laughs> you heard of it? Yeah, maybe. A little man uh, by the name of Kevin fucking Spacey. What about Pot in the Hangover? Part Uno. Oh, I did see not, that. Not the sequels, which that's a confusing question because I could barely tell you which happened in which one now that I've seen all of them. I don't think I saw them all. I did see that first one, and I'll say no. Correct. Say no. Yeah, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's all it's all it's all after the debauchery. There's alcohol and roofies, but no marijuana. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so great. So finally, so great. A movie where <laughs> there's a whole bunch of horrible things happen because of everyone had just gotten high and fallen asleep in their what's the hotel best hotel room. What's the best weed scene in a movie ever? Oh, best ever. I'll tell you the best weed in a cartoon thing ever is, uh, I'll tell you what, if I had to give any stoned advice to the world or if anyone watching this takes anything home, watch American Dad. It's on for you free every night on Cartoon Network. <laughs> I DVR that. Take that home, everybody. Take that home. From that show is today. great. And the, and the weed episode of, uh, of American Dad is one of the funniest like, uh, oh, I gotta check you know, that. I gotta check that episode it's, out. It's called Joint Custody. It's great. All right, it's that's really cool. Funny. I mean, uh, Seth MacFarlane always seems to be pretty pro uh, pro marijuana. I don't believe he does it himself. No, I think he's kind of square say. in that area. I think he's probably square across the board. No, yeah, maybe he doesn't even drink. I bet he doesn't. I think he's one of those. Yeah, hmm. I really bet he doesn't. I think he's those like a people total. Get a lot of stuff done. I know, piece of shit. Yeah, three cartoons. Oscar hosting a hole. Dickbag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's call him. Anybody guys know? Let's call. Let's curse him out. I really wanted Ellen DeGeneres to do a song about boobs this year. You know, as a tribute to his song about <laughs> boobs. <laughs> or dicks. She could have done every movie where somebody showed their dick. Or yeah, or at least well, that would that would that's what would have made her angry. She'd have to name three Kevin Bacon movies. Um, she would have burned a hole through those that pantsuit. How how dry her <laughs> vagina would have been. <laughs> Singing a song about dicks. <laughs> I feel like a pussy sucked a lemon. <laughs> uh, well, let's do one more. How are we, how are we doing on time? Um, <laughs> song of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No? It's implied that Ed smokes weed, but we never see him doing it. No. Yeah, that's weird. It feels movie. like he saw him doing it. God that's how good. Movie. That's how good Nick Frost is, that guy's. Awesome actor. Are there any scenes in that uh, end of the world movie where they don't smoke weed? <laughs> that was the joke of the whole movie. This is the end. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Seth Rogen. But at, uh, at uh, the world's end with Simon Pegg. I didn't see that one. I don't. Th- I th- I'm trying to remember if they smoke weed. I don't think they do, but maybe they do. Can we put that one in the next? Uh...
I'll tell you what made me want to smoke weed and watching it in movies was like like seventies movies. Seventies movies, like pot smoking, always looked so much cooler. Well, that's when you said the best scene. Like everybody's super casual about it in a lot of movies in the seventies, but the best scene I think, just in terms of like, just kind of turning it around, is um, in Poltergeist. When uh, the parents at the very beginning of the movie are smoking weed in the bedroom, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. acting silly together, he's like sucking in his stomach and stuff. And then the kids come in and catch him, and they throw it in a cigar box really quickly that they obviously keep all that shit in all the time. And um, it's just so casual in a movie that, like, that was even though it was a horror movie, it was PG it's and so, families it, it, went to it, you know? Yeah, it is. Uh, and it was very casual. It was very like that's what parents I mean, do. I, I ex- absolutely remember the scene. But I would have never like recalled that scene until I saw it again. You know, that's that's interesting. Yeah. And yeah. then second place would be the three women smoking in nine to five, just because they were all icons and they're sitting there passing a joint around, and all they're doing is just you know cracking each other up and laughing. You right, know, it's, right. they overdo it, obviously. Like you know, what's your the person that laughs until they fall over? What's your, what's your favorite <laughs> shit to watch when you're stoned? Or is it different every time? Sometimes it's a movie, sometimes it's like People it's always funny. want to know what's the best movie to watch stone. I never have an answer. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even say what's the best movie. I'm saying I'm almost saying what's the actual, like, uh, the medium. You want, you want to watch, like, a movie? Docu- are you a documentary while, it's, while you're stoned? A, like, funny cartoon? Funny yeah, sitcom? Yeah, you know like, what? Like, in its heyday, m- like, the video. best years of The Simpsons, that was, that was really fun to get yeah. high every week and watch The Simpsons. But any comedy, you know, like, I fucking, I like, I would get high and watch Seinfeld and laugh my ass off. Yeah, I like comedy a lot of times, but I think my favorite's, like, like live, I like to go on YouTube and just, like, pick, like, live music shit to, you know, like, just, like, Black Sabbath 1976 and just watch, like, live video, like, music videos. Like, I dig that stuff. I've I think it's my favorite done thing. That. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just take a tour like and get lost in it. You know, you start a Fleetwood Mac shit and just, like, <laughs> I like to watch those ones, too, like the 70s bands, because, that's, again, you see smoke weed and you're just, like, <laughs> I like to smoke with the uh, the hemostats. <laughs> and then watch, like, uh, 70s rock and wish I was, like, you know, in the band. I mean, I just was guessing from the mime work that you did what a hemostat is. I don't think I've ever uh, heard it called that. Yeah, the, the roach clip, but with the actual scissors. Yeah. The, yeah, they're called hemostats. Did you see our fun roach clip here that you have a, a little uh, a frog face that you could just stick the roach in and then just uh, suck the... Oh, it's hilarious. Suck it out the other end, yeah. It's kind of cool. looks funny. What a bunch of awesome... I did it once, and then there were pictures of me all over the internet looking like I'm kissing the back of a tiny frog head. <laughs> um, we got to go to another break, but we've got, as uh, regular viewers know, we got uh, one more fun thing to do when we come back, and that's uh, a lot of plugs. We'll be right back. <laughs> Josh, I need a goatee. That's all I need. Something that would hug the top of my lip tight, and this would extend out in a bush formation. And that would be my dream.
Talking about Ari Shafir, now I have a new theory. Maybe that was a bit he was doing, like that the weed in New York is bad. Just maybe, trying to take a shit maybe, New York. Well, the next time he no, the next time he goes back there, a lot of people are going to step up and be like, "Here's why you're wrong," and get him really high for just free. When I, just when I think he's being a jerk off, you're right. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. Ari Shafir's fan base uh, for the crossover me and him have like. He has, he is amazing. I've never been in a city in this country for more than fucking five hours before if Ari Shafir just tweets that I'm there like somebody comes on a fucking bicycle if they have to <laughs> and brings me weed. And, I mean, generally speaking. Yeah, and, and everywhere from like free to like cheap and it's like always great shit and the guys are always like, they're always, like, there's fans, you know, but they are, they're always like genuinely pretty cool guys, like, you know. Yeah, they, they, none of them like ever like uh, you know that weird thing when someone comes to see on the road and then yeah. you're like this fucking dude's gonna want to hang best out. Friend. Yeah, it's like it's like this guy's gonna want to really yeah. kick it for way longer than I wanted. But these guys always kind of come and uh, they they smoke, which I like that. They, they you know they they hang for like 15 minutes and then they split. There's always like a. Yeah, they come to the shows. They're great. They're, they're super good at it, and they're they're awesome. And I I totally appreciate that. And, and it kind of makes you want to invite them in, you know, because they're like, it, you know, yeah. keeps them interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fat chicken me comes out. Why you guys want to leave so fast? <laughs> so you guys want to hang out for a couple hours? I don't make these cards, but uh, uh, it's still fun that on a on a pot show we've got number four was Shaun of the Dead. Answer no, and then number eight is uh, Shaun of the Dead. Like I, I could have stumbled <laughs> into that and just read it again. And then, you know, we're so high, maybe maybe you would still not not be sure what the answer was. Because, you know what, I'm going to throw... Maybe that's why they did it. Did you guys put it in there twice to uh, make that joke? Because that's pretty solid. Um, This is the part of the show where uh, you get to, you get the privilege of being entertained uh, uh, one-on-one by our house magician, uh, Gabe the Magnificent. Uh, So please watch this magic trick. It's Gabe time. I'm going to be right here if you, if you need anything. Yeah, going? Oh, you you're going to go there? Okay, yeah, here we fine. go. All right, I've got eight thing. cards here. Um, I've got some court cards and some number cards, so you have a little bit of a choice. But there's only eight. I just want you to put your finger on any one of these cards. Okay, the ace. Is there any reason you chose that one? I was trying to pick the one that I feel like you weren't trying to make me pick. That's fair. All right. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is I actually took every one of these cards from the same yellow deck except for one of them ace of diamonds nice that one is red on the back all the other ones are yellow thanks Gabe uh, that was great I'm a sucker for magic you love that shit I really do I don't think has there been a single guest that hasn't been like that was great even even one one or two times the trick didn't work right and they were still like it didn't work right that was awesome yeah, every once in a while. Let's not dwell on it. <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't work right, I'd make it a whole thing. He always makes I it want, right. The next show, believe, he comes on and does it right. I want to believe. It's unheard of in television. The magician fucks up and then comes back the next show. <laughs> Bam, nails it. No, wait, this time, this, that yeah. delivery is going to be gone this time, I swear to God. Most shows, you don't get that second time. <laughs> but this show, you do. Uh, what's, what's your plug, man? You got one big plug. You can see Big J Okerson recording a Comedy Central CD at The Stand in New York City on March 20th. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Get, get baked out of your goddamn minds. Oh, yeah, and go. And because go it is laugh a, at this man. It's a, uh, it's a crowd work album. 
So Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, get baked, because I'm going to be, and then we're going to see where that goes. Do you know what? Does it have a name yet? Do you know what you're going to call it? Um, no. Maybe what's your fucking deal? Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? (laughs) Um, On Thursday, March 27th, I'm doing the show to benefit the legal defense of podcasting. Do you podcast much on the East Coast? Are you like a guest on people's shows? I'm a guest. I do one. I have my own. What's uh, yours called? Legion of Skanks. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out on iTunes. I just tweeted today that this is a good time of year to hang out at McDonald's if you want to uh, hook up with some Shamrock Skanks. (laughs) (laughs) Shamrock Skanks. It's hard to say. Um, Anyway, so, you know, these uh, patent trolls are trying to uh, sue uh, Adam Carolla and all of us into uh, paying to be able to put podcasts on uh, iTunes. And uh, so Adam Carolla, Jimmy Kimmel, Mark Marin, me, Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center, and tickets are available at laughstub.com. So that's a benefit to raise money for this legal defense because Adam's going to fight it. He's going to fight them all the way. They're trying to make it that you guys got to pay to be uh, all podcasts? Yeah, they they want a piece of the action. They want, like, whatever profits are made for podcasting, they want a part of it for for having done nothing other than thinking... Oh, we all we gotta do is get the patent on on sequencing. It's about sequencing and like the, the way we put who the guests are uh, on our lists of podcasts on iTunes. It's really? the dumbest. It's ridiculous, but it's real. And they expect you a lot of times to just pay them to get it to go away. You know, they think Adam would just pay yeah. them, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fight it." Uh, Tickets go on sale Friday at noon. Uh, Ticketmaster.com for Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness at the Shrine Auditorium on April 5th. That's another show with me in it. I'm not sitting here naming shows I'm not in. Uh, uh, plus the aforementioned Adam Carolla, Patton Oswalt, the aforementioned Mark Marin, a lot of fo- aforementioning. And this Monday night, I will be sitting in on both Master Pancake shows at Alamo Drafthouse Ritz in Austin, Texas. Drafthouse.com for tickets. They, they might already even be gone because those shows are, those Master Pancake guys are uh, very popular. And Getting Dug with High, mentioned it earlier, uh, live at Largo, Tuesday, March 18th, Largo-LA.com. Discount code GETDUG, I beg of you, use the discount code so you only pay $20 to watch six people get really high <laughs> on stage. Is that what you do? Five guests? Yeah. So the next time you're out in California, if you're here on a, a night when we do it, I'd love to have you on that. I'd love to do it, yeah. Yeah, because you, uh, you held up quite nicely today, and uh, I think we're a little over, a couple minutes over, but pretty close. Not bad. Yeah. We were sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Big J Okerson, thank you. Thank you so and, much for uh, having me. We'll see you next Wednesday. 